Hi, I'm Tish. I invented post-its. And I'm Juliana. Talent isn't genius, and no amount of energy can make it so. We're sassy today. (laughs) This is episode 61 (laughs) of the Rated F Podcast. This episode, we're talking about Dirty 30 and blending media formats and platforms. Women love shit like that. Cinemas will die out. Because it's just fucking movies. Women don't have the same opportunities. So many women. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're dirty 30s. Yeah. We are dirty 30. You are. I'm dirty 30. We're both in our dirty Dirty 30s. 31. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't work as well. But yes. Very um, appropriate for us age-wise. Yes. Um... The film's from 2016, but now it's... I don't know, remember how Back I felt when about... Back I was a lovely 26. Oh, yeah. 27. Um, yeah, I don't remember how I was feeling about 30 back then. It probably still felt really far away. Yep. Still, like, four years away from me. I didn't start freaking out about 30 until I hit, like, 28, 29. And then I was like, oh, I'm almost 30. I think when I hit 29, I immediately was like, I'm nearly 30. <laughs> All the time. I struggled with 30 a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm over it now. It's still like this sort of like checkpoint yes, or like supposed deadline. To be like, have your shit together or something. Yeah. And it's like. Like you're supposed oh. to like Kate in the movie thinks like I'm supposed to already like have all these major life things started or complete. Well. But it's like <laughs> you reach 30 and you're like, what? Life's just getting started. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Which is I great. Don't have anything. Together. I like getting older and realizing, uh, like the every year, it's like oh, you realize nobody knows life is actually. Even though you're the rest of your life is getting shorter, you start realizing how long life is going to be. Like when you're young, you only think till thirty. Yeah, you're like you can't really think. God, past and you, that. you're like I have to do all these things, and then I when just I'm young and hot in, in my twenties, stasis for the rest of my life. Yeah, like, like you have oh. to have everything set up, and then once you're thirty, that's your life. You're yeah. married and have kids, and you, and you just have do your that job forever. And, that's... and then you retire. And then the older you get, and and the closer trip. you get to thirty, the more you realize, like I don't have my shit together. No <laughs> one has their shit together. Look no. at all these people who are changing careers and doing things in the thirties and forties. Like, yeah. And also, you start thinking, like, I have to retire at some point. I don't have retirement money. I do. I have an RSP. I should probably do that. Only through work, though. Because my work Well, that's the thing. We don't have that at work. I know. Andrew doesn't either. But I've suggested that he start, even if it's a little bit, just something. I'm just going to work till I Plus, that you don't get taxed on it if it goes into RSPs. I don't have any fucking money to put in it. I'm just saying. I know. I, my work matches God up to three percent. <laughs> That's something <laughs> of your paycheck. Oh my God. Anyway, life is long. <laughs> we're thirty. We're tired. Yeah, we are tired. It's a Friday night, guys, and it's been a long week. We all know what it's like, right? You like hit your thirties, and then like after you work all week, Friday nights are like. They used to be like go out and party night, and I'm like, oh my God, I, I just need imagine. to go home and pass out now. It was a long week. every week. I worked hard. Yeah. I used to be fun, I promise, once upon a time. We're fun when we get together for board games once in a while. Uh, I don't know. I had my party phase. It was in school, though. It was different. 
I never had a party phase. That's not true. It wasn't when I was in school. It was that like year and a half between school mm-hmm. when I was living at home. Well, my parents' basement. And um, my like one friend who's living like at home on the weekends and in the city at school. Like she would have pool parties all the time. Like that summer she had pool parties and we would just drink too much. Yeah. That was about it. I had, I was at university for five years. And three of those were partying. Oh, wow. I graduated. I didn't go to a college party until after I was done college. And oh, I we... went with my friend to one of her parties. And I was like, oh, my God, it's like a real house party. Just oh, yeah. like in the movies. People, some people are dancing over here. People are playing beer pong over here. People are smoking outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hosted a lot because there was four of us. Like, we lived, there's four of us mm-hmm. living together. And we're all, like, the same friend group. I mean, we had, like, offshoots, but we had, like, a core friend group. So, like, yeah. it was just always at our place because four of us were already there. Yeah. yeah. And we did a lot of themed parties. Oh, I love themed parties. Oh, yeah. It was good. We had a good time. It was good. I like that type of party where, like, I have a theme. Everyone dress up. I've yeah. made some snacks and we're going to play a board game. Like, that's how I want to party. There were no board games at the time, but there were snacks drinking and dress games. up and drinking games yeah. for sure. A lot of people. Well, now pong. we just sort of sip wine and play board games games. when we can get you know more than two people together at once we had a when i grow up party so you had to dress as like what you wanted to be when you were little Mm -hmm. when you grew up so i made like an astronaut helmet right out of a trash can lid (laughs) and a space rocket yeah that i wore around myself yeah it was fun we had a good time so dirty 30. So we're 30. <laughs> we should talk about this movie. Okay. Okay. Um, dirty 30, like I said, 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Andrew Bush. No idea who that is. Written by Mamrie Hart and Molly Prather. Prather? I don't know, Molly. Starring Mamrie Hart, Grace Helbig, and Hannah Hart. The holy trinity of YouTube. Ooh. Which is why we chose this movie. Yeah, there's... The YouTubers that made a movie. Oh my god, it's like it's the theme... Um, there's a really inaccurate summary on IMDb, but the longer one yes, um, is accurate. Long, lifelong friends, Kate, Evie, and Charlie are in a rut. Kate spends her days at a mid-length job and her nights alone or on failed dates. Evie is married with the in-laws from hell and a terrible husband, wandering from one charitable cause to the next. Charlie, I think, is perfectly fine. She is the girl of her <laughs> dreams, but just can't seem to pull her business or her act together. I think she's doing fine, actually. Yeah. <laughs> On the eve of Kate's 30th birthday, she agrees to let Evie and Charlie throw her a party, but what's supposed to be a simple celebration become a wild who's who of past and present and things quickly spiral out of control. Accurate. That's much better. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. It was fun. I'd never seen it before. This was my first viewing. And it was fun. Andrew watched it with me. Yeah. Yeah. It is fun. I have seen it before. Probably more than once. Um, It's cute. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just fun. It's, it is what we just said. Yeah, you don't have to think too much about it or anything. Like, it's, but it's, it's a cute movie. Yeah. Um. They did a movie, again, Mamrie wrote it. Their first movie, the three of these guys did together, Camp Dakota. Mm-hmm. was also pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cute. They've definitely improved with this one with the acting. Okay. 
Hannah's not an actor. No. But I think she, she plays did okay. herself. She did okay in this one. Mostly. You know what I mean? She was a little rough in Camp Dakota. Okay. But I think... I, th- I thought she did fine in this. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mamrie's the strongest. Yes. She actor. has like a... I, I felt like Grace and Hannah were kind of like versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Mamrie I found like is better like this is a character and mm-hmm. I'm enveloping it fully. Grace gets a little like puts her like host voice yes. on a little too. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, I love them. I watch. Them I love them too. YouTube yeah. So. And I listen to I mean, Mamie and Grace's podcast every week because they like, just like talk about their lives and they're hilarious. We're getting like a little I was like I'm getting nitpicky if I'm like, I mean, they're kind of but I mean, it's they did good. I yeah. enjoy all of them in this. Yeah. Um, and it's full of lots of other YouTubers. So many. Which, lots. a few points was like, I'm, this is excessive, but just like, that, did we need this little scene? Did we need these stupid little, like when Rhett and Link are in there, (laughs) the stoned guys, I'm like, is this necessary? But I guess it's a few laughs, I guess. But like, Andrew was like, oh, that's Rhett and Link. So Mm -hmm. like, it's, you know. It's like any movie, you put faces that people recognize in there it's just this certain sort of community it's not the hollywood community right or other like sort of yeah indie like film people who always work together whatever well yeah and it's like cameos and stuff it's just like marvel movies yeah (laughs) it could be same larger youtube cinematic universe (laughs) where they all make movies that they also play versions of themselves yeah do it um okay my biggest takeaway was like as we were talking about being 30 (laughs) what that means so what did this movie teach us about being 30 is what i asked myself i feel like a lot of what we were talking about is like the same thing that the movie shows this deadline like in high school should they wrote a letter to their 30 year old selves as if that's when you've made it, you're an adult. What's your life going to be when Good I when device, you grow though. up? Yeah. <laughs> the inciting incident. Yes. But also, like, they did a good job of showing, like, three girls who are all at, like, different stages in their life when they hit 30. Like, they're not stages, just different, like, paths. Yeah. That's, like, mm-hmm. you know, relationship-wise, you have one that's, like, n- not, not in a relationship, one that's, like, kind of in the middle of a relationship one that's like at the end of a relationship mm-hmm. and so like they did a good job of showing like you have no idea where you'll be all of these things are acceptable yeah. like or even you know and Mamrie Singh was like she wanted to uh, be married and have a kid and then um I'm just gonna call them their real names I don't remember <laughs> the character names yeah. but Grace was an example of like she was married but guess what that doesn't mean you're happy yeah she's fucking miserable and as like Mamrie realized at the end, like, you know what? I like my job. Yeah. I don't feel like I didn't accomplish what I wanted to. I, I'm in a job that I like, actually. She's fun with her boss. They have a good relationship. Yeah. And that's another thing. She... Like, they all had career, just different types of careers. Yeah. Grace was doing charity work. Charlie, Hannah had her own business. Yeah. And Mamrie is, like, not... I guess you could say because she's an orthodontic assistant that she's, like below like she's on her where most people would like continue and become an orthodontist she actually she was on her track to that and said no thank you i don't want to pull out teeth 
Yeah. But Not still liked me. that area. She's just in a different job in that yeah. industry that she wanted to be in. So She doesn't have money for a house, so. <laughs> Honestly. And that's like something you learn with your career in your 20s and even into your 30s, I assume. Like, the the job that you wanted when you were 16, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Or, like, for me, it was like, I always want to be a filmmaker, filmmaker, film school. And, like, it turned out I maybe don't want I mean, I'm still interested in it, but I found, like, this other part of the industry. Yeah, you're in the so industry I'm... you love, but it's, like, a different path you never thought But I found something about. I like even more. Yeah. And, yeah. Programming. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. And, yeah. And, like, having your own business at 30, like, that's Hannah, insane. that's, even if he prints the wrong <laughs> things, honestly, party time, that looks way better. I mean, they're so obviously tacky. Like, there's no way you were seriously writing party time as if that was a good thing to write on a shirt. Yeah, I thought it was better with it's the It's better if it's silly because it is silly. All taints, though. What? That's a good <laughs> that's team a good name. One. <laughs> <laughs> or band name. And it changed the name of my band to All Taints. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it represented 30, like, pretty ac- accurately in terms of, like... You're a lot of different yeah places you could be yeah. but you still have your friends yeah and they did include the I'd say worse I'm sort of at 30 I'm past this but they did the high school comparison thing of like not over the high school yeah shit that went on I mean, I'm someone brings it. I never think about high school unless, like, I'm watching something that, like, brings it up. Like, yeah. it is not something that enters my mind on a day-to-day basis. And, like, thank God. If you're in high yeah. school, if you're younger and you're listening to this and you're still thinking about it high school. It gets better. Honestly, you will so move on and so will everyone else and you will not think about this shit. And if you, yeah. I know if you're going through I feel it, like the only people it, that but... ever think about it are people that had like the best like it's like the best time that they had how in their sad life. is your and life it's like if you are which like you think high school was great yeah because nobody thinks high school unless great. like literally you had a nice life and then something terrible happened after high school but like well yeah for most enough. people your teenage brain like nothing's gonna be great it was, i was a, a disaster in high school i look back now and it's like i didn't have like i wouldn't say high school was horrible for me you know but it wasn't no. great. It was very middle. It wasn't great. For <laughs> it was very middle. People middling. you think had a great high school had their own shit going on yeah. that you just didn't see at school. But high yeah, they do sucks. the high school comparison with like the high school popular girl bully. Yeah, that they all hate. And I mean, she is a bitch. She's still terrible. She's still a horrible. Which person. I think is not realistic. I think the bitches in high school probably calmed down and grew up like the rest of us. I would hope so. I mean, I, I don't really, I've never, so. haven't seen a lot of them. But then some people who just like grew up with a silver spoon in their ass. Yeah, they, are there are people that are just like, like that because still, they can be. Still. But they, the way she comes off, like they're still calling them like brace face and stuff. Like, I would not remember I don't think stuff anyone, like that from high school. I just don't think anyone would actually like still do that at this age. Yeah, if you're 30 years old, I hope you're embarrassed by everything you did as a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you were like, Working a lot of charity stuff or something. No, as we a all teenager. make like, decisions. Teenage brains are horrible. It's not your fault. It's biology. Your brain is literally messed up. 
But yeah. Okay. That's that's true. Well, and they did it they did it by like inviting all these people back too, right? Like to this party. Yeah. I'm like, Evie, what were you thinking inviting everyone from high school to my thirtieth birthday party? Like I would be so mad. Fuck you. I would never forgive no. you. No. <laughs> you because I'm assuming you're planning my party. Yeah, but I didn't go to high school with you. I'm not your high school friend. I don't have high school friends. Another thing, because that's yeah. Wait, I have high school friends. Yeah, you do. Kind of. Sorry. <laughs> it comes and goes. But yeah, I'm still in touch with high school people. But um, yeah, to be like three of them still close since high school, that's that's nice. It is nice. I know people, there's people I went to high school with that like they were a group and they still do like keep in touch and hang if out If you and stay stuff, in but the same area, it's possible. But you know, I just, some people leave the nest. Yeah. Or just become different people. Like, I lost, I was not friends with some of my high school friends for a while. Because yeah. then you go through that college phase of thinking you're all grown up, but you're just partying and being stupid. And then you grow up again and realize, oh, I was a bitch. Let's be friends again. <laughs> yeah, like, I I don't hold any, like, resentment towards the people I was friends with in high school. And mm. I know a lot of them are living, like, great lives and I'm happy for them. And that's cool. It's just, like, we grew up and became different people. Yeah, thank and God. It, you know. Yeah, I was... Imagine being... I was something else in high school at <laughs> times. Yep. I'm, I've been rewatching Friends. Me too. I'm in the middle of it. Oh um, and Monica goes on a date with the guy she had a crush on in high school, and he's the same as he was in high school, and it's like, it's so sad. Yeah. Not realistic at all, but like, can you imagine like still working at the movie theater he worked at in high school no. and like still hanging out with the same idiots and giving people wedgies or whatever he was doing yeah Ugh. yeah and like okay so being 30 it's not what you thought it would be when you were 16 it's not a deadline or a checkpoint where mm-hmm. you have to have certain things done but apparently you need to have a fucking epic birthday party. Okay, and that's a thing that's, like, very big. Like, you're dirty 30, you're dirty 30. It's like, it has to be huge. And I'm like, because of the ah. age, you're, I mean, in theory, like, your 20s are partying and crazy. You're supposed to be, it's almost like a bachelor party kind of vibe mm-hmm. of, like, your one last blowout for your yeah. irresponsible 20s because now you got to be a grown-up. Right, if we're but, going with this thing that 30 is grown up. Which it's... I'm not a grown up. Which it's not. I mean, I'm an adult, but I'm not a grown up. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I got out of university. Well, even like my last year, I was like, I just can't... I, I physically don't think I can drink more alcohol. <laughs> and I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired and now it's like I party maybe once. I get free drinks at my work Christmas party. Yeah, so I, I drink there, but like I, I rarely drink alcohol even anymore. I drink when we do like our our yeah. some of our podcasts. I drink. Like, it's so rare in the summertime. I drink those frozen drinks like sure, every not, like, fucking day. But I have like not, half of a yeah. You're not cooler drinking to get drunk. You're no. like having a drink. That's a never little bit done different. that except that one summer because I'm basically alcohol intolerant. So I don't get drunk. I get sick. Juliana's twenty eighth <laughs> birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. I made it through the party. You sure did, girl. But, Rocked that party. Yeah. <laughs> but again, yeah, it's few, you only need to throw up a couple times, like once from alcohol to be like, Mm-mm, no, thank you. Yeah. 
Um, we didn't do anything big for our thirtieth. I that was not like this big. No, I got eight of you together and we did all the escape rooms. All three escape. All three escape rooms in the haunted motel. Right, (laughs) which you know was like that was I considered that really big to get that many people together. Yeah. Um. And then That's this past fun. year, it's like I moved, so I didn't do anything for 31. And for your 30th, we got together board and games. played board games, and it was super over. fun. I have, yeah, work is fun because we carve pumpkins it's Halloween. And that's, yeah, it's And that was nice. It's always hard for you, I too, because it's over. on Halloween. Yes. And every year, I'm like, I think I'm going to be, like, grown up and, like, not care about my birthday and just let it it's be hard, Halloween. Though. But I am very selfish and self-centered, and I want my Whoa. birthday to be special. Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair thing. But I think yeah, this year was good. It was just like I got enough attention, and then I got you know it was fun. We just hung out, and played. But yeah, it was not game. a huge bash. No, I don't know you're enough not people a, to throw I was a like, bash. You're not a or... huge bash person. I don't see you being like. Yeah. I my biggest one was twenty eight. That was that was a good. One. That was a good big bash. Yeah, cool. Jello I did shots. it. it yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Jello shots, pinata, yeah. vodka, gummy worms. It's fun. Yeah. It was oh, na- yeah, and it was kind of like this because it was 90s themed. So it was very yes. much like Bust the throwback theme yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, sure. Have a, a bash once in a while. Yeah. I don't know. I do have an idea for my birthday this year. Just because it's, um, it's my 30th. February. <laughs> it's my 31st on the 31st. So it's oh. my champagne birthday. See, I did nothing for that. On the your thirty, we didn't have champagne on your thirty. Nope, I turned thirty-one. Well, it's thirty this and last year. Oh yeah, you're on the thirty-first. Yeah, I keep thinking you're. 30. Nope, I'm also thirty-one. Do you want to have some champagne right now? <laughs> Stop right the now. podcast. No, it's but yeah, okay, champagne birthday. Yeah, I'm entering Jesus year this year, so thirty. Oh, is that thirty-three? I think it's thirty-three. Oh, okay, then never mind. I'm not. I'm not that old. <laughs> I don't know. Should I know? I don't I know. I don't even think I should know. I just know what a champagne birthday is. Yeah. Cause we so we're going to have champagne. On the plus side. That's all I meant I by plans. <laughs> At least our champagne birthday isn't when we're eight. We're old enough that yes. we can have champagne. Yes. The poor people who can't have champagne birthdays. Yes. They're like, we didn't even know what champagne was. I was a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what else about being 30 did we learn from this movie? I like, I mean. Start your day with mimosas, that's champagne, and just work through the whole day. Oh, it's going to be fun. (laughs) In this movie, she really loves white Russians. Yeah, it's such an odd, like, it's such an odd specific drink. (laughs) Which is milk? Yeah. And rum? No. I think. Whiskey? No. No, I think it's, I thought it was rum. So that's. I mean, that sounds gross. Milk with, like, anything sounds like any alcohol. Sounds like a weird mixture of liquids. You know? Like, I feel like it's going to make the milk well, go bad. you're talking... I hate milk. I don't okay. like it. I don't drink it. I do not like the taste of milk. But do you like, like, chocolate milk? Like I can drink chocolate drinks, milk. I can drink chocolate milk because it's yeah. the taste of milk I don't like. Okay. But... Have you tried, like non-dairy milks yeah i still don't like it and soy milk tastes like cardboard a bit but i just don't no i no that's okay um so it grosses me out just on principle (laughs) 
Yeah. But like, it's a weird it's thing. Not to be a, a good mixing drink. It's not no, a good mix it has liquid. to be cold. Yeah. Like when in this movie, when he's at the bar and he's like, "Oh no, the milk cartons." empty and i'm like has that been sitting out on the table <laughs> so gross. gross i think i thought you made white russians with cream no definitely milk just milk yeah i'm gonna check out what's in a white I russian mean, i guess it's sort of like when you put rum and eggnog eggnogs look kind of like weird milk right i have this old book that was bought for me in my 20s that was mm-hmm. like shots and shooters that you could make and some of the shit that they mix together i was like that sounds Disgusting. They put egg whites in drinks. And yeah, I'm like, what I don't the fuck know. is that? I don't know. White Russians. I was. I don't know. It's a, such a strange, like specific. Oh, there's Kahlua in them. Okay. Or I is like... that like a fancy one? I don't what know. What is Kahlua? Is it rum? Kahlua is like a coffee liqueur. A white Russian is a cocktail made with vodka, coffee liqueur. And cream. There you go. Cream. Served with ice in an old-fashioned glass. Often milk or half and half will be used as an alternate cream. Okay, so because she likes cheaper. milky white Russians. All I heard was milk when so, we were talking about white Russians. No Kahlua, no coffee taste. Right, milk, vodka, and coffee liqueur. Ugh, like something about vodka and milk. Well, I think Ugh. they use vodka because, like, vodka is actually fairly tasteless. Yeah. So it's more just and then to the co- you up the, the coffee taste, the alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I think, and then you have the coffee taste of the. Just but honestly, Kahlua. like, it's gross thinking about cream too. I don't want just to drink a glass of cream. Very that fattening. <laughs> tastes slightly like coffee. Ugh. <laughs> and alcohol. Okay. Anyway. Like, if you were younger watching this, be like, when I'm 30, am I going to be really into white Russians? No, Is that a very grown-up drink? No. It's a very weird Big Lebowski drink. That's the only yeah. reason anyone knows about that. I'm them. a gin and tonic girl. Although I wasn't, though, when I was younger. It was something I grew on. When I was younger, Smirnoff Ice all oh, the way. yeah. Yeah, I was like a... F- Classic. Really sugary... Yeah. Oh, um... I'm still a sugary, cooler drinker. What am I thinking of? Vex. Vex, Vex, Rev, yeah, um, the blue Rev or whatever. Mm, it's like, is that the one that's like energy drink? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I just remember Something, it was yeah. blue, and we drank it in the woods. You know, I remember that's that. high school. Definitely, we were really into Vex when we were first old enough to drink, or like just before we were old enough to drink. What's we the other one? Palm Bay's, um, yeah, Smirnoffs. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Oh, God. <laughs> Having, like, flashbacks. Um, I remember learning that, like, at parties, people, like, older people, it was, like, a punishment in a drinking game to make someone chug a Smirnoff Ice as, like, a joke. <laughs> like, because easy. it was, like, terrible or whatever. And I'm like, I can sip, like, one an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, am I not supposed to like Smirnoff Ice? <laughs> But now I'm like past that. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't like wine. I don't like beer. I don't like hard alcohol. I like a little bit of a buzz, but I would just want a tasty drink. So um, I will uh, drink my Palm Bays. Bacardi Breezers. Right. That's what I was trying to remember. Yep. Uh, God. Um, I agree with you. Drink what you want. That's what you learn at 30. I'm going to drink what I You let go of a lot of stuff of, of not caring being, what people think. Yeah. Including, like, I will buy drinks 
I remember once I bought drinks and like had them in the fridge at work and my coworker is like, who has Palm Bay's in the fridge? And I was like, me. She's like, are you 14? I'm like, yes. In drinking years, I'm only 14. Well, Andrew loves coolers. He's not a big, he doesn't like the taste of alcohol. So he drinks coolers. I'm like, I wish we called them a beer drinker. I wish we called them what they call them in the UK, which is Elko Pops. Well, that's... Which sounds adorable. Yeah. And I used to think we're alcoholic popsicles until I learned that they were just... I would also think for coolers. I know. I don't know how you would think anything else. Yeah, alcohol pops. And I was like, oh, alcoholic popsicles are really popular in the UK. And then I realized that they were talking about coolers. This has been just a rant about being 30. Well, I mean, that's what the movie is. Yeah, for sure. It was cute. Mostly, it's a movie, it's full of YouTubers, they throw a 30th birthday bash, and it's fun. It's just... I do think it, there's enough substance in there. Like, I mean, we're talking about all this yes. stuff about all these feelings you have about turning 30 and all this stuff you can go through. I, yeah, I think it's a good representation of that point in And it your is life. genuinely funny. Yeah, I, I, mean, enjoy, I really enjoyed it. It's ridiculous, which is funny. And it's upbeat. Like, it's nice to watch a movie sometimes and not come away feeling like... Yeah, the worst thing is, like, she thinks the guy goes off with the girl she hates. You yeah, know? well, you see that coming a little bit. You're like, yeah. that's not going to go well. Yeah. Um, You know, and then the lesson in the end mostly is, hey, my life's pretty great, actually. I actually like my job. Yeah. I love hanging out with you guys. I don't hate where I like my life. organized fun. I'm like, good. Love your life, girl. Yeah. And, you, do you know, you. Grace is like, I hate my husband. And Hannah's like... My life is great. My only problem is I'm slightly competitive. But then it turns out she was doing it for a good reason. So, like, honestly, you're the friend we all hate because you just got engaged and your life is great. Yeah. It's like super hot girl. God damn it. Damn. Um, I mean, there was a little bit of the lesson is everything's fine because she got herself a man. A little bit of that. A little bit. But, but. It's also God like forbid you have a movie you also without have grace. a hetero love story. You also have Grace, and she's like, my life is better because I got rid of a yes, man. That so is true. I do like that. At least it's balanced a little bit. It's not true, like true. only this one thing. Yeah. She's like, I would rather be living on my friend's couch mm-hmm. without him because I'm happier that way. Yeah, I would have liked a little bit more of that maybe. Me for too. The ending. I don't disagree. Yeah. We don't really mm-hmm. check in with Evie. We're just like, oh, you're living. Okay. You look okay. like you're living there. Okay. But, yeah, we all learned the lesson that, I don't know, you can change your life or stop comparing your life to what yeah. you thought it should be or what you think it should be or what society tells you it should yes. be and just, like, do what you like. Stop creating these you know what? If you magical like your... deadlines. Yes. And, like, if you like your job, it doesn't matter if it's not, like impressive sounding or whatever no, like if you like how you spend your time who are you trying to impress yeah. it's something you learn around this age yes i would agree. finally start letting go of a lot of pretense yeah yeah it took it takes a long time and it's hard it's not easy no i still i get not exactly compare but a little bit of jealousy when people younger than me now are like really successful or doing cool things yeah. that i wish that i had maybe started doing younger but i didn't but that's not the path I took. I didn't get into, you know, this career exactly until I was a bit older because I did what I did and, you know, life is fine. But when a, you know, 25-year-old, like, has the job I want, it's a little bit frustrating. That's fair. But, but yeah, you just got to, well, you get to a point where you're paths. like, I'm 
at where I'm at, I don't, you have to, you have to be at a point where you're comfortable with your choices that you've made. Because if you're not, you'll never be like a happy person. And also you can't play what if or like regrets or whatever. Because you can't, we don't have time machines and we can't go back and change it. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it now? Just going to be depressed. Yeah. Don't be depressed. Well. (laughs) I wish it was that easy. Yeah, I was like, well, I mean. As I sit here. Like, as much fun as I'm having now, I'm in, like, big winter depression. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm struggling just want to lie down all my the time. boss. Oh, tangent. <laughs> Warning, tangent. <laughs> my boss today, because we were talking about the fact that I have anxiety disorder and that mm-hmm. I have a lot of depression that stems from the anxiety disorder. And I was like, well, I don't bring it up all the time at work, but it's not something I'm, like, ashamed to talk about. It's been something I've no. dealt with for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, is that why you're always grumpy? And I was like, no, I'm always grumpy because I don't sleep properly, which does stem from the anxiety, but it's not like, it's not, it's more of a, I was like, I just don't sleep. And so I just come to work and I'm, I'm not like gregarious. And he was like, okay. Would you be gregarious if you got enough sleep? Is that? No, I just don't think that's who I am as a human. Well, I don't know. You remember me at the bakery. You could turn it on if it's your job. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but, but now I sit can. in an office alone doing yeah. paperwork, so fuck you. Well, I'm pretty sure every new person, because we get new people a lot coming in, thinks that I'm a bitch and I hate them. Right, but you're not. You're but just I'm just not slugging to work and right. doing my work. Like, and you ask me a question, I look up and I talk to you, but I... It's like I'm good at my <laughs> job, so... But, like, yeah. anyway, so this morning he came in and he has this drink that I think his wife makes, and it has, like... <laughs> active probiotics in it and all this and he's like i really think you should try this and so anyway oh my god you know what i thought it was gonna taste disgusting but it was pretty good it was very pineapple-y i've been thinking maybe i should start making smoothies because you know i don't like cooking and food prep but like if i just buy some like frozen shit that i yeah. can throw in my magic just throw in there drink it at least you're getting some good stuff. i did start buying apples Ooh, because i started getting groceries delivered side oh, yeah. note How's that going? like great decision <laughs> Another tangent yeah you're the only thing is like there. there are a few things that is not on the delivery list so but yeah, so you in go general then, i'm but... like i'm hungry i don't want to like overspend to get like takeout mm-hmm. and i need groceries and i don't want to f- leave the fucking house and i someone else can bring me more than i can carry myself so it's great except they bring them in plastic bags that makes me feel guilty mm. But, oh, yeah, I guess there's not really a way to opt. No, that. I thought maybe they do, like, the green like, cart things bins. and then just the like, bins. And then just, like, you give them the empty bins next time when they, It really you know? is upsetting because, like, when I think... I remember my mom bringing home, like, the paper bags back when they yeah. did the groceries and paper bags. And, and I'm Sarah's like, why? Paper bags. Why? Loeb's always did paper bags. And it's like, that was good and easy to recycle. Yeah. And use for like craft projects for oh, school. Yeah, you covered all your textbooks. I love that brown in them. paper. Yeah, I don't know why. Why did they stop doing that? Because then using paper became a bad thing. Guess, now we're down maybe. on plat. I don't know. Anyway, it's more useful. <laughs> you could reuse those things like so. Well, I've used them for like my garbage. Yeah, for sure. But which I think is okay. Well, at least you're reusing it. You're not just. I'm not just throwing it out. It is sort of throwing it out with other things to throw out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish they would like if let you sort of exchange like I feel so bad when I like forget 
a bag or like I end up having to go to the grocery store and I wasn't planning on it mm. and I don't have one with me and I'm like keep oh. them in your car I have one in my car right now I have a little bag in my purse that I always have mm-hmm. which is not my grocery bag I have a bigger bag no but like groceries. if you're picking up one anything thing or yeah. yeah reduce reuse you cycle you cycle <laughs> cycle okay also plastic straws are not gonna save the world no I know Sorry, I mean not using plastic straws. Okay. Um, that's what we learned about being 30. Right. From this movie, I guess. Did sure. you learn anything? Life no, is okay. I mean, yeah, life's cool. Your life is okay. Your life is okay. <laughs> um, so we talked about um, Hannah, Grace, and Mamrie are YouTubers who came together to make this movie. Um. So it's not really, uh, what am I thinking, platform crossover. It's more that the for them it's a different content that mm-hmm. they're making. It's different format for these content creators. Yes. Is what I'm getting at, which is what our topic's going to be about, like how more people are doing TV and movies and all this kind of stuff. Um. So yeah, they went from, I mean, Mamrie is the writer and she is a writer more than the other two. Like she writes movies and like sometimes makes them, but like they all do, you know, short form talking to the camera videos. Yes. Like Mamrie has You Deserve a Drink where she makes cocktails and makes puns. Um, Grace and Mamrie and Hannah have done like stage show stuff. Like, performing on stage and, like, improv and, you know, they do some acting gigs and stuff. But it's, um, I don't know what my point is. That you can do more than one format, I guess, is my point. That just because you do YouTube videos doesn't mean you're not capable of writing a feature or acting in a feature. Yeah. Expand your horizons. Yeah. Just because you make YouTube videos or short films doesn't mean you can't make a feature or you know yeah that's all i got okay representation pretty good okay they're all white they are except anna kana yeah so it's pretty white but as we said they are giving some different representation of a woman at 30 Yes. In a, I think you know, like, like L.A. In, America kind of way. Yeah, I think it was in terms of like a character, like, yes, it's very like middle class yep. white. Yeah. For sure it is. But at least they're representing like three different views of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like full characters, obviously, because they're mm-hmm. the three main characters. They're not all straight. Yes. It's good and important. Um, so, yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. Going with pretty good. There were no, um, like, empty female characters. No. For me to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Well, it was written by women. Driscoll, the character, is a little flat. Stereotype, but, like, yeah. She's supposed to be the villain. She's hilarious, though, with those jalapeno peppers. I know. <laughs> and just, when, she, when she takes that jello shot, I was just like, oh. Yeah. And she's just walking around with a bottle of wine. Yeah, the straw. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yay, women. 
Um, I did the crew tally. Mm-hmm. Only two out of nine. Yeah. Oh. In the top five. Positions. I don't know why I thought it would be more than that, but it was really just, it was just the writers. Yeah. I think I thought in the movie the three of them were listed as producers, but on IMDb they weren't. So I don't know. Maybe IMDb is wrong. Um, I checked Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't have enough, enough for a critic score. Yeah. Um, the audience huh. only fifty three percent liked it. Okay. And uh, I checked, so I also checked IMDb, 5.5 out of 10 stars. I will give it more than that. I don't think it's like an amazing American classic, but like it's enjoyable. I don't know. It is what it is. I'd have been like a solid seven. Yeah. It's good. It's It's an enjoyable, like it's fun. Mm I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a positive. Yeah, positive. worth a watch if it. We think if the synopsis is interesting to you, or you know, you're turning dirty thirty. Yeah, it's funny. They're fun. They're funny. I don't know. I hate when we talk about movies. We're like, it's fine. It's fine. We're good. Because we're preemptively like defending it, just because we know it's like an independent sort of first. Yeah. Not their first movie, but like. Okay. Okay. Do we have a rated F for friendship? Of course. Rated <laughs> F for friendship. Fun parties. Rated F for failed dreams. But it turns <laughs> out that's okay because she did pull a tooth. <laughs> rated know. F for fuck you, Ashley Driscoll. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think of like an actual other good. One. I mean, friendship's the first one you think of because it's like three friends, but. Yeah. Or finding your own path. Ah, oh, beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's it. That's good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's talk about... <laughs> 40 minutes into this talking about being 30. <laughs> you're welcome, what you're world. here for, to yep. listen to us talk about ourselves. You're welcome. Not movies. Who cares about movies? No, who cares? Okay, let's... I wanted to talk about, this is a topic that I've had for a while that I want to talk about, about like the blending, the bridging the gap, whatever phrase you want to use Mm -hmm. between formats and platforms of the moving image, as they'd call it. It's also something that's like very recent because of like our technology and our social media now. It's not something that could have happened 50 years ago. Yes, it's a very recent thing that you can have different media on different platforms. And that it's it's relatively recent that a lot of this type of media exists, Mm -hmm. like YouTube videos and web series and even like the social media content. Like, it's all very new. And the, and so like things are not blending together there's still only like certain formats but like the creators the people working on these things are um not restricted to like sort of one tier of production like for me i know a lot of people like i think hbo is a reference and for me it was true blood when anna Paquin was doing true blood Mm, that, that was, was a like thing. a movie stars doing TV. Yep. It's usually TV stars trying to get to movies. Yes. Like that was sort of the hierarchy of 
prestige. Yes. It but was, it was like, you know, it was what you were working towards. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you're like, I only made it as a TV actor was like almost a you bad know, thing. Like you get some commercials and then you get some guest spots and then you get like a lead on right. a series, you know? Well, and that's why like Jennifer Aniston was the perfect example of like mm-hmm. some who she made this big splash in TV and then she made it to film, yes. you know, and she became the movie star and Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Um, and then it became okay to go back to TV because TV was stepping it up. Yes. Cable made the big difference. Movie level in terms of like money and production. Like it looked quality. Amazing. And it was, they were telling different types of stories, like things are changing. Yeah. Now it's, you can do everything. And if you listen to a lot of actors, they talk about like, the fact that you get to, like, live with this character for, mm-hmm. like, and explore... You get, like, it's it's so much more exploratory because it's not just, like, oh, like, 120 minutes. That's yeah. all we got. Like, you really get to, like, live and, like, ex- explore everything. Mm-hmm. And For the, like, writers and producers, too, like, yeah. your world gets to continue. You get to explore your world and your characters. Yeah. And tell without more stories without just making a bunch of sequels. sequels. Yeah. Yeah. And for, like, for the actors, and I'm sure the crew as well, I've heard people talk about this of, you know, movies are great, but, like, when you work on a TV show, you get to live at home. Yeah. You go to work every day for nine months of the year, and then you get, like, three months off, and you can go shoot a movie, or you can, you know, spend time with your family, yeah, whatever it's, you want to do. It is different, because it's, like, a steady, it's a steadier type of work, and also, a lot of shows, like... The first year, sometimes the first two years, you're doing, like, 16-hour days. It's really hard. But, like, as the actors know their characters better mm-hmm. and the writers write for the actors in a different way because everyone mm-hmm. knows each other's cadences and the crew has usually been there a few years and things just start going and you start getting these, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm off early. And, and you know, it's... shows get easier to shoot as yeah. time goes on. And, you know, you get more money. So you more get, money. Like, the studio, like, everything. More money, more problems. <laughs> You know, and then you go on for 15 years like Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Well. Which I don't watch anymore. Me neither. I used to watch it all the time. I can't believe she's still on the show. I mean, I think she just likes the fact that it. Well, I've heard her talk about it. I think at one of those like actors round tables or an interview I read that where she was like, she loves the character and she loves the show, but she's like. This show is keeping me from doing other projects. So, like, you got to give me something. You got to give me more money. Yeah. And I'm going to start directing episodes because yeah. I need another creative outlet. Yeah. Good but for she her. didn't want to leave but, like, her character. She's going to be the last original one standing because Justin Long is leaving. Nope. Yeah. Not Justin Long. Justin Chambers. Chambers is leaving. That's <laughs> yeah. his name. I should know that. I'm staring right at you. Yeah. Because he's leaving. And yeah, he's, I did hear that. So, it's, she's the la- she's last. the last one. Well, oh, Bailey's still on there, maybe. Oh. Right? Is Bailey somebody oh, fact check this? Years, so, we haven't maybe. watched Grey's in a couple years. Honestly, when McDreamy left, and it's yeah. not because oh McDreamy, it was just like that was no, that was the thing. It was Meredith. It was and the Derek. thing, and it was also like, why'd you have to kill him off? Oh, God, like, it was brutal. On. She has she's been through enough. <laughs> oh, Leave Meredith God. alone. People dropping like flies around her. Ugh. How is she not totally See, insane? Yeah. Oof. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> TV is a thing. Um, what else? Mini. Okay, so like mini series used to be a very rare, weird thing. 
and now limited series Huge. are everywhere. Even like because again, like actors and people, they want to be able to do different things, and this is a way to dip into TV or like an anthology series mm-hmm. like Fargo, where it changes every season. They get to do it without committing to possibly getting stuck at yes, a show for seven for five years, seven yeah. seasons, five yeah. to however many. But like even Netflix and different like Netflix does limited series mm-hmm. now and stuff. I just watched one the other day. Um, a lot of like things that would normally be like documentary films are doing documentary series mm-hmm. now. Like it's it really had the limited series has really been reborn. And that yeah, definitely the streaming platforms made that more viable i guess because in you know traditional tv which honestly does that still exist i guess it does um you everything like you know your show airs from like september to may or whatever once a week whatever these like mini series and stuff is like well where do you put it in your programming Mm mm-hmm you know, and then like people had to remember that this special thing is happening and catch, you know, only one of three episodes. It's not like you miss one in a 24 episode yeah. season. But yeah, like the streaming make- is perfect for that because you choose when you watch it and how much you watch it once. And some people want to binge a whole season of a TV show and That's they can sweet. do that in a weekend. And like you can do that if you want. Or, but, like, there's so many... You can call them sick to work and do it in a day and a half. <laughs> but, like, with this on-demand, um, viewing on-demand in its many forms, um, it means, yeah, you can watch things in many different forms because you sort of choose how you watch it. You yeah, can sit down a- and watch a movie. If you can't make it through a movie, you can pause a movie. You can watch an episode a day of a series that you want to watch. You can binge a little a mini a limited series or a short like six episode series Mm -hmm. season and i think that's really what it comes down to now is like we're really living in a world of like choice yes too much too much choice yeah i never know what to watch there's also like a lot of shitty shit being made (laughs) but it is it is a lot of choice and like i'm the person that like i get really into a show like so into it Mm -hmm. and i care so deeply and something happens that upsets me and i have i put it away i shelve it for like four months because i'm like i need time to recover before i continue on because i'm upset about what happened yeah so yeah it really gives you You like to tune in no it gives you the ability to like watch things at your own pace watch whatever you want Mm -hmm. and like yeah it's interesting because my boyfriend and i have very different viewing habits he's a huge youtube watcher okay huge Whereas I'll come home and I'll, like, start a new series on Netflix or a new film on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't know. I just watched these, like, 18 videos on YouTube tonight. What does he watch? Um, different things. Like, is he watching people just play video games? He watches some gaming videos. He watches a lot of music stuff. Like, uh, how like to do things? Bands, document Because a mm-hmm. lot of bands mm-hmm. do, like, behind-the-scenes stuff on yeah. YouTubes or, like, concerts and stuff. Or, like... Yeah, different guys playing them. I don't fucking know. People playing different instruments and they sound different, apparently. I don't fucking know, guys. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, cool. But that's another thing about how like the content on each platform is changing. Like one person can be like, oh, I watch YouTube all day. And they were watching like 
cat videos. Right. Or you could be like, I watch YouTube all day. Like, I watch several, like, 45-minute video essays yeah. and learned a whole lot. Or I watched, you know, YouTube. You watch... And I, I also fixed my tap at the same time because it was showing me how to do that. Like, yeah. it's so varied. And well, but that's the whole, like, create whatever content you want to create and the ability to do yeah. that. And that's where it... I'm going to get into my hierarchy <laughs> theory now of um, it starts at sort of the bottom. And I don't mean that in like a negative way, but like that's where you start on like YouTube, like on internet free, content so yes. creation. <laughs> you can do stuff for free because you have your phone. Mm-hmm. You can do it just you. You don't need any money. You just need like a good idea. Or Sometimes bad, a bad idea. <laughs> idea will catch on. But we're talking about like quality content mm-hmm. creation, like that's sort of where you start and that's where you see the most diversity because of that because nearly everyone can do that Mm -hmm. and as you go up you get some independent short films still plenty lots of diversity it's when you need money to make stuff yep that it becomes you start to see less and less diversity when you get into the short films or web series that have money behind them have studios or like the big channels that have their sort of internet division where they got like cw seed and yeah like, uh, a peacock is peacock coming is out thing, yeah. yeah um and then you get you know like tv and film and the bigger studios and bigger 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 studios anyway my theory is that i'm <laughs> siri thinks i'm talking to her you said serious. I said, I said theory. <laughs> no theory. I said my theory is. My theory is. Nope, she didn't nope. like it that bad. Okay. <laughs> um, my theory. Um, the more money you put into something, the more money you need to get back. Um, so people want to put more money into things that are more people can watch. Right. The problem is that they, the world, the studio world, I don't know, they think that the sort of common denominators or the type of people, the type of stories that we can see on screen that everyone can watch and have no problems with are straight, white, male, middle class, American. Which they're not? Is not actually even true, but they keep sticking to that. And it's, we've sort of, it's a... Not self-fulfilling prophecy, but, like, it's true because we've made it true. We've made that the safe default. So now it's the safe default because we've created a terrible patriarchal society where men aren't interested in women's things because that's gay. Um, And that's the worst thing you could be is feminine. Um, You know, uh, white people aren't going to be interested in people of color on screen because that's too specific and it's not our, you know, it's like it's as if it's too different. We can't mm-hmm. relate. We expect them to relate to us. Yeah. But how but dare how we relate? How am I supposed to relate to, to these yeah, non-white people? Crazy. And, you know, straight people don't understand. Queer people, like, yeah, it's not true. Like, I wish I found the actual, like, statistics or source of this, but I've seen stuff about how actually movies starring people of color actually have a higher like return make return on investment or like actually make more money maybe not more money but like compared to how much money it costs to make it you know and i don't know not just black panther like (laughs) a lot of movies so like diversity actually does pay off 
And there's a lot of reasons that that could be true. It could be because they don't give them enough mon- as much money. So when one gay movie is in the theater, I'm like, yep, gotta see that. <laughs> right. But also, that's the thing. It's like there's so little of it out there that people we'll that want to see that content go to see all of it because there's not enough of it. How like, else do you explain Tyler Perry? Oh, His movies man. are shit. But black people he, need to people, see themselves on screen. But some people just fucking love them. So laugh. I just read an I'm article about him person, about how he, so. yeah, he's about how he sort of brags that he writes like ten movies a year, and it's like, dude, you need a writer's room because your movies are getting ridiculous. Well, and they're all the and you have same, right? Yeah, they're all weirdly moral and like anti-women in their morals. Um, I always go the wrong way. Yeah, I scroll differently than you. Because we scroll <laughs> Um So yeah, that's my theory of I, diversity. And I would agree with that I 100%. Think there's, yeah. We've discussed it before about like, yes, in if you go from like the cinema to like Netflix Prime mm-hmm. to like YouTube, you see the diversity yeah. increase as you. Look at the biggest YouTubers. They're queer. They're trans. Yes. People of color, disabilities. Like these are the popular YouTubers. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. It's great. And it is great. And then you go like think of short films and then even the difference between Netflix and the streaming services and the, what are we still calling it? Network television. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just read this good article about um how netflix takes more chances on i don't say chances they make more movies with first-time filmmakers than than the other streaming services and then you know the studios in general like netflix is yeah that's bringing the more diversity right they're willing to like put their money into something that's untested a lot more often yeah and the the this is why okay and it pays off tish and i have ranted about (laughs) the like Spielberg anti-Netflix yes. thing. And, like, yes. this is the reason why I think we rant about it so much and, like, why it's so mm-hmm. important is because, like, it's so important that the diversity factor and a platform that does give a lot of people that haven't had a voice the chance mm-hmm. is should be considered just as good because, like, these people aren't going to get the shot that mm-hmm. everyone it's else does in Hollywood. And so, like, just, yeah, yeah. And That's yeah, by him why it's... discrediting Netflix is also very, you know, straight white male. Yes. He's discrediting anything that doesn't make it to the cinema level that he's thinking of. It's yeah. Like, well, only, you know, you don't straight give, white men right, make it like to you that don't level. Give people so you're the really, opportunities. You're so. not just sort of putting cinema on a pedestal. You're putting, you know, the people who make it there, which we've created a world right. where... It's a straight white men. So, like, fuck you saying that Netflix filmmakers aren't real filmmakers. Well, and that's why, like, I don't mean, uh, you know, we ranted several <laughs> times. I didn't mean, but, like, I'm just saying, like, that's why it's so important. That's why we continue to bring it up. Because, like, it's, yeah, he's, you're not just shutting down, like, oh, the platform is, like, Netflix. You're also shutting down all of the voices that they've mm-hmm. been able to rise up. And it's, it's, that's why it's important to, like, okay, yeah. I'm sure that there's a lot of, like, shit on Netflix. Like, there is. But there's a lot of shit in the theaters, too. And there's, you know, like... A lot of shit with a lot of money behind it that's losing money. Right. That like, doesn't make it better I'm just sure it's some in a of these theater. Netflix movies, like we've talked about, Someone Great and Always Be My oh, Maybe. They like so, They were so cute. These, I loved both of those. We love these movies. Or, like, there's tons of stuff, like, outside of my usual genre that have their big audiences on Netflix. And, like, 
if they had been released in theaters, probably would have done pretty well. If they had had the marketing behind them to get them in there and get people there, mm-hmm. they would have made back their money a lot better than, like, I don't know, Doolittle, which <sighs> everyone's sent. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that costs millions, and it's shit. No one wants to see it. But yeah, like, you have, like, the parents that bring their kids because they're like, animals, but that's it. That's the end. No yeah. one else is going to see that movie. But and that, those parents are not even happy that they have the to time, go. These movies that you're like, what the fuck is that big poster on the yeah. side of the Cineplex? And like, no John one's actually Carter. going to fucking <laughs> see it. But you know it costs hundreds of millions. Yeah. It's crazy. And then you see like the numbers who are watching stuff on Netflix. And it's like, that could translate into the theater. Yeah. It's, yeah. Sometimes it's about marketing and stuff too. Oh, yeah, that's a whole... We could do a whole podcast Which, you know, you have to that. market for people to watch on Netflix, but there's also the Netflix sort of algorithms that show you stuff you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. So what I've... I mean, they primarily promote their own content first, but I don't blame mm-hmm. them. It's their own content. I do wish wanna... Netflix was just easier to search. Like, there's no full yes, I would agree menu for Netflix. It's all divided into things. Netflix, like, bring us you... into your... <laughs> give me a full list of give what you some... have. Why are you hiding your content from me? Give us... We'd like to do some, like, R&D for you. <laughs> Please. Also, let me organize my list. You're constantly changing know, it, it, it around, annoys. and you're changing the images, and I don't know I where know, anything and is. And I don't know what anything is anymore. <gasps> anyway. I'm like, I seriously, I look at something, and I'm like, what even is this did i mean to put this on my list (laughs) oh that's what okay yeah that thing yeah all righty um so netflix (laughs) i mean we're using netflix it's kind of synonymous though for like netflix streaming services prime yeah netflix hulu like this article that i read was netflix had made like 38 original films in the last year prime put out like nine original films yeah which is just they're not not everyone netflix started with like their own original Mm. stuff before everyone else so they've got a head start but like amazon's doing more like uh mrs mazel and fleabag and stuff is like yeah high quality yeah well, I think that streaming services also have, like, learned that, like, you have to have original content. Like, the reason that Netflix, I mm-hmm. think, is gonna, if, like, it was such a big deal, like, oh, Disney's launching their service, mm-hmm. they're gonna pull everything off Netflix. But Netflix worried. has established enough things that, like, they've made that mm-hmm. people want to see that they're, like, gonna still keep them. Yeah, Netflix. I don't miss Disney on Netflix because I watch a lot of Netflix originals. Yeah, so do I. And, like, honestly, because we got Disney Plus, we have mm-hmm. a child in the family, right? Uh, and, like, the first couple days, it was like, oh, this is so exciting. And we, like, watched a couple things. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I haven't used it since. You watch the nostalgic stuff and then yeah. you're like. And then I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't need Disney. So. Um, Disney also owns Hulu, though. And Hulu does some original stuff. And that's some... interesting. Now you have like two competing streaming services. I don't know. I think just because Disney's so Disney big, owns it's everything. not you know Cartoon Disney we think of anymore. It's Marvel. It's Star Wars. It's yeah. Fox. It's it's not the f- constant family friendly Disney princess. No, for sure. So they need Hulu just to separate their brand. Um, I wanted to talk about. Um, again, this sort of hierarchy isn't the right word, but I want to talk about like web content, like internet content sort of growing into traditional media stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when a web series gets picked up and gets 
made into a TV series, mm-hmm. like we saw with Broad City. Yep. Um, the, what's the full name? The Adventures of Awkward Black Girl, um, which became Insecure, Issa Rae's show. Mm-hmm. Um, my little example that um, we're sort of using as a yes. format inspiration yeah. is um, a Canadian woman, Justine Nelson, made this fun show called Mind Fudge. And she made the first season as one minute episodes that she put on Instagram and YouTube. And and that's so smart. Like mm-hmm. using Instagram as a platform Again, is blending... so smart. Let's talk about uh. YouTube sort of being at the sort of bottom. But like social media is also content yeah. creation. And like that's being blended with web content. You've got like IGTV and stuff. Like, but like to... And it's... To see, like, the video format and, like, that being introduced in the Instagram and to be mm-hmm. like, okay, one minute. And this do just, what we can do. It's such a smart idea. I mean, you saw what people did with Vine with six seconds. For like, sure. Um, oh, Vine. But yeah, MindFudge got, now. I guess, I don't know the, what happened exactly, but I guess it got picked up, might be the phrase, for, like, to be, like, um, it got, like, picked up by CBC Gem, which is CBC's streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, to be made into a series, um, not a just ten minute episodes, right? Like six ten minute episodes, but it's still, it's you know growing. It's, it's showing that they got money behind it. They've got somewhere to put it. They've well, got it's distribution. Ten times longer now. That's a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, just more examples of like all the different formats we have, mm-hmm. and they're all valid storytelling platforms and formats in the moving image video film whatever you want to call it well even like you brought up fleabag earlier mm-hmm. like was a one woman show yeah that's another thing stage stuff being i like i watched fleabag on in a cinema <laughs> because like you know they national live theater national theater live and like movies getting made into musicals musicals getting made yeah. into movies like all storytelling like medias are being adapted mm-hmm. and it's fun it's nice changed around yeah i mean we complain a lot about unoriginal movies because everything's like an adaptation 100%. and stuff but pros and cons it's also pros yeah. and cons to everything but it's sometimes with stuff like this like web series and stuff it's i did what i could with my resources but i have more to say with this story and these characters and, like, give me some money so I can reach more people. Yeah. And then it's, like, we fucking love it. And we needed that. And, like, yeah. you know, like, we needed a broad city and we needed some, like, insecure and, you know? Yeah. And that's what I mean, like, the diversity. Like, it came from something small. Like, Issa Rae was a black woman. She made a series with her friends who were also black. And, like... I don't know her whole story, but, like, someone was like, make more of this. Because guess what? People want to watch this. And it's good. Not just people want to watch it. (sighs) Anyway. That's my whole diversity theory thing. Well, it's good. I like it. I support it. Thank you. Thank you. It's bullshit, but it's true. It is bullshit. But it also... That's why we have to fight the patriarchy. That's why, um... (laughs) I'm looking more towards streaming services for stuff. Not just original, like Netflix is making original movies, but like 
movies that I want to see and like well, what streaming service is this on it's like oh I found this streaming service with like all these like weird documentaries I want right. to see or like all these like um like international films the, uh, that don't get brought to America Canada it's hard to see like mm-hmm. the Sundance has a has their doc- has I have a, a list on my huge phone streaming I'm, service they have a ton of yes. shit on there and it, really interesting stuff that you will never hear about unless you look on it yeah and stuff like that. there's a lot of of content out there and you have you with the internet you have like so much more access to it and it's like there's honest, no excuse to not be watching diverse media right and i know that people are gonna say like well it's expensive you start adding but like you Pick do the one. thing where you like <laughs> suspend your netflix and go with something else for a month yeah i was gonna and, do like, that learn a lot this month you know? but then i started watching jessica jones so i'm gonna need to finish that before i <laughs> cancel netflix but right. yeah this year i'm planning on like trying out a different seeming streaming service like every month yeah. or so which you know the first month's usually free and a lot of them are cheaper than netflix exactly so, so and just sort of seeing what i can i have like my list that i'm gonna be like oh i know that this stuff i want to see is on this streaming mm-hmm. service but also like have a look around and find stuff like i do all the time on netflix i'm gonna find stuff on yeah you know i think that's a good idea and it's a good way to like if you don't know how to like diversify your media it's like a good place to start by like okay it's not just mm-hmm. netflix there's a lot of other services out there so yeah in case like us you're sort of st- like me i'm sort of stuck on netflix yeah and i always think oh yeah i heard this cool series is on hulu or whatever i'm like but i already have netflix and i can't afford them all right it's expensive well and that's the other thing is like because cable was so expensive, we all cut the cord and we're like, yeah. And now it's like, well, if you have three or four streaming yeah. services, it's just as expensive. So I get it. It's mm-hmm. it's challenging. Boo. Yeah, but they want us to spend, you know, 15 bucks to go see a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. And with a fucking annoying audience. I'd rather stay at home and control have... my environment. Sure. And enjoy I the movie. I love cinemas. Yay. Every fucking time. <laughs> some fucking asshole in the theater. I've had... I don't know. We've all had bad experiences. Oh, for sure. But I'm like, I haven't... Well, I've seen four films in the theater this month and they've all been good. And at Cineplex? Three at Cineplex, one at Bytown. I'm going to stick with Bytown. Bytown <laughs> is different. I will give you that. Like, it it's is. an independent theater. So it's like, very, it's, it's a different. the level of respect. Yes. There is a level of respect Yes, it's there. people. It's movie people. Yes. That go. Yeah. They come there because it's the only place they can see that movie. Mm-hmm. Or they just, sometimes they just prefer the Bytown. Yeah. The seats are also Cineplex super. For not reclining there. seats, they're comfortable seats at they're the Bytown. And they're not bad. Mm-hmm. For like an old. I've had worse theater. Yeah. Cool. So, in conclusion, <laughs> um, we're saying that, like, it's great that anyone can has the opportunity now to make content. And I just want the money people to realize that diversity actually will make you money. Right. <sighs> and we're all about... Uh, supporting like the cross pollination of format and platforms <laughs> and talent going from all. Yeah, of I didn't these. even get into. It. I was going to talk about um, how Grace Helbig had her 
late night talk show, show. Yeah. Which I thought was great, but it didn't last because mm. it was different. Yeah. But I thought it blended the late night show and the YouTube stuff pretty well. well. But it favored the YouTube angle, I think. And so it isolated audiences maybe a little maybe. bit who weren't into the YouTube. I thought it was good. I mean, but yeah, I thought it was really good yeah. and fun. And almost I like, like her, though, too. Like, also, like, if you're a fan of her. I think she's a great host. Yeah. Um, and now we've got Lily Singh. Yeah. Her late night show. Super excited. Which I think is great. She's the first. She's bisexual brown woman on late night, which is unprecedented. Um, yeah. And she's, like, you know, young. Um, but, like. That seems like such a stretch to go from YouTube to your own late night show. But honestly, she's she's a she's, great host person. She's so positive and fun. And like, I think she's great for it. And also late night shows. Who the fuck watches them? I don't know who's staying up till 3 a.m. watching these. Right. But you catch them the next day and all the little clips. And that's on all what the it, social media. YouTube so, did so much for late night shows because they were able to like clip out the little yeah. segments and people that's watch. All that's late how night people shows see are them. now. You yeah. watch just an interview of the person you're interested in or even the funny Saturday car night karaoke Live. or whatever. Yeah. So like putting a YouTuber in that late night format, yeah. like that's she knows to how to make like a funny monologue and like a viral and a clip skit and, and yeah and like sketches and yeah. gimmicks. Yeah. Smart. So whoever made that decision, smart. Yeah. And she's awesome. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm just again always sick of the film industry, <laughs> the structures that we can't really seem to break out of, even though like there's literal evidence that the way you're doing things is not the best way to do things. You know? Yeah. Look at all these fucking flops that you're making, but you won't take a chance. It's not really a chance, but you think of it as taking a chance on, like, a person of color or a woman director. Like, all these things that are seen as so niche, they're not. Well, and other things like chasing, to realize that. chasing Oscars and, like, stuff like that where oh, you're like, but nobody Oscars. cares about those. You know what I mean? Does anyone care about the Oscars? No, except and, to be mad that they're still right, and like it's almost like men. every year people like want the Oscars to like be what they're not, which is like actually looks at like all the films equally and like rewards. Yeah, let, like you know what I mean. They're never gonna be that, and people like Oscars I think, are not like, just some sort of grand. This is what's good and bad, like no. objectively. It's people in the academy. Exactly, we're not watching every fucking so it's like movie in the world. The same people that making are their votes, giving their money, mm-hmm. and always give it to straight white men, are then voting for those same people that they give like mm-hmm. money to to win the award. It's all I mean, weird it's insider. Up. Also, I learned something um, about that might be affecting why women aren't being nominated if you're assuming that women are more likely to nominate women is yep. because the academy itself is i think it's still is it only 30 percent women that sounds i think they're trying to reach 50 i think maybe it might they're, be higher than that it's something they are trying half. to also raise diver, like their the diversity yes. of it and stuff so too, overall but. women are approaching half let's say but in the director so 
It's um, only your own sort of department. Yes. You get to um, submit the... No, you get to nominate, but yes. then everybody votes on the winners. Yes. So, like, within the director's <laughs> part of... It's all men? <laughs> it's only 20% women. Right. And part of that may be because to get into the academy... You have to. There's a bunch of stuff, but one of them is that you have to have made two feature films that have, like, played in cinemas, blah, blah, blah. But you have to have two films, which... The industry, we know, very rarely gives women a second chance. Yeah. So they're already at that disadvantage, and then they make this rule that you have to have two films, which you know is more rare for women because of your fucking system you already have. So less women, women are like can't get into the academy. And so then the men just vote themselves. So they nominate that's themselves. why the directors are full of men, and then they're nominating. Yeah. You know, it their colleagues and their friends. And the fact that all yeah. nepotism and makes, all that shit just makes me hateful. Cool. Yep. We always end on such Once again, positive fuck note. the Oscars <laughs> and straight white men. Yeah, that's pretty In much general. our... That's our motto here. Okay. Yeah. I know it was a Are long one, ranting? guys. <laughs> you stuck with us. You can email us at ratedfmovies at gmail.com or as always, find us on Twitter and Instagram at ratedfmovies. Tell us, give us some recommendations of like web series and like things we haven't heard yeah, of. We and love things that, that are like streaming on the internet somewhere where we haven't found them. Yeah. But they're great. And we love that stuff. Full and of diversity, as we like to call it's it. It's cold and dark in Canada in the winter. We need to watch more stuff. Yes. Yeah, it's not like we're going out and doing things. Guys, February is a rough month here. <sighs> January's been rough. I don't know. Yeah. Winter's rough. I mean, at least the days are getting longer, so technically February will have more sun, but it's usually even colder. But it's like, it's usually colder and like gross. I don't know. I just don't like February. It's a bad month. It's a bad month for Valentine's Day. I've always thought that. Like, you have to be in like fucking California to be able to get dressed up nice and go on a Valentine's Day date. Yeah, I know. Here, (laughs) it's like you need like a giant coat. You wear your your winter boots boots to your fancy restaurant. Like, I've never under, not that I've ever had anywhere to go on valentine's <laughs> day um i'm supposed to say rate us on itunes yes you are please rate you can give I. us money through my patreon yeah check it out tish has created a lot of really cool things that you get if you support us on patreon no i haven't yes you have i'm trying to be positive <laughs> I will if someone gives us money. Yes. We'll put exclusive things on the Patreon. 100% we will. I'm not posting stuff for no one right now. No, no. No. I <laughs> Obvious. I just mean like, okay, maybe I should say a lot of potential things yeah. that we'd love to do for you if you give us your money. I mean, yeah. Any sort of showing of support that you're listening. Take a chance on some people. Give us your money. <laughs> We're white, but one of us is queer, and Yay. we're both women. Yeah, and we're not rich. That part we have down. What's class? I don't even. What class? I would say like we are middle, lower middle class. Yeah, we're not. I'm not. Like my family never struggled. Oh, growing up, uh, no. I was very mm. yeah lower mm. middle class. Mm. 
to middle class. I mean, we never depending. had a lot of money. But yeah, we didn't have a lot it's of all extras. Weirdly relative, but like, I like, ate and had a roof over my yeah. head. I never, I had clothes. Like, I never worried about that. It's things like we never had satellite television. Yeah, me, us neither. Actually, we didn't have television. We had rabbit ears. Well, yeah, a, yeah, it, we had rabbit yeah. ears. We've never. Yeah, no cable. No, who needed that? We it was had thirty cable. bucks a month. They could save. Yeah. Anyway, cool. We're poor. Yeah. Now we're on our own, our and we're really don't poor. pay for anything. So, and I moved out. My parent, the second I moved out for university, my parents got fucking cable, and I was like, okay. Well, my parents moved to the middle of nowhere. Well, oh, no. That's... Well, what happened? Digital. Um, the rabbit ears went away in like 2012 or something. Like I remember having rabbit ears when I lived on mm-hmm. my own. And then well, unless you got digital. like the digital rabbit yeah. ears, yeah, so you then had to it was get, just like, a... like TV disappeared one day. And <laughs> I had no more live TV. I just started downloading more. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. My parents got satellite because they live in the middle of nowhere. That's so. fair. And like they don't have fast enough internet for no. Netflix, so it's. Uh, That's why Tish's never can never spend more than like a couple days there. Yeah. She's like, okay, I need internet. I try to pre-download onto my iPad. It's and only stuff, so much but... you can do though, and then you're like, wow, I went through that really fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting distracted by, like, checking other things online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>